Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to a podcast called Welcome Trying to, to a- This <laughs> is our podcast. This is this is a this is a podcast. And a podcast, it, for those of you that don't know, it's a new format. It's a recorded conversation uh on the internet. And we put it out there in episode format and you can download it and listen to it while you're doing the dishes. It doesn't necessarily have to be conversation. Sometimes it can just be information. Or they can be uh, just, uh, yeah, talks or anything. Anything 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 that you can record and then put out on the internet. Can be a podcast. Can be a podcast. That's correct. Maybe we should just start doing a weird space music podcast. We could. We could do a podcast about whatever we want. It's predominantly two men mansplaining to each other as a podcast. But as you say, isn't that what we're already doing is just record doing whatever we want yeah pretty much (laughs) well there are some parameters we try you know we um we (laughs) the hope is that we somehow rein whatever we say in towards some modicum of progress towards um goodness like we try betterness better we are trying we're we trying. Are, we are trying. We're trying on a day-to-day basis. God help us. <clears throat> if I'm you trying real hard, Ringo. I'm trying <laughs> real hard to be real the shepherd. To be the shepherd. That's right. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> be cool, <laughs> honey bunny. <laughs> What's Ring? What's Bonzi <laughs> like? Oh. Bonzi like welcome to the trying to be better podcast <laughs> <laughs> i i was up and adam and then went back to sleep and i'm oh still gosh. a little foggy yeah i'm i don't know <clears throat> i'm 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 verklempt oh, do you have some you have some like nasal stuff or or is it spiritual verklempt <laughs> no no like i'm i don't know i just had I feel better. Well, I got a, I got up and went and worked for a little bit, and I wasn't. I don't know. I was just kind of like I don't know, not feeling it. And I, but then I came home and I showered and I ate and I feel better. So you know. Yeah, I it's, know it's that weird how like how that whole hungry, angry, lonely, tired thing is real. You know, very real. I was tired and hungry and not angry, but just kind of like well, you know. It's a good time to get up in my head and I I was having some, about things. I totally get you. I um I, I had a similar experience yesterday. I was uh I was experiencing the Sunday scaries on Saturday night, which I was really annoyed by, right? Which mm. sent me into a little bit of a tailspin. I was just like, I got some messages from work that I just like, I don't want to hear from you people on Saturday no. about anything. Right, correct. And I love you, but no. And right. so that sent me into a tailspin and I was having some anxiety and it was like, oh, I need to. So I did, I did, <clears throat> I did the, the remaining guided meditation from Josh Cordo's podcast about, you know, internalized capitalism and stuff. Oh yeah, that was good. Very good. Mm-hmm. You know, reparenting yourself and how that relates to how we in the United States um, base our worth over our productivity. Anyway, it's like simple uh simple solutions to what i make into complex problems between my ears like, and isn't that, isn't that the have truth? a sandwich take a nap right right have a sandwich take a nap maybe talk to somebody yeah mm-hmm. so i speaking of talking to somebody i'm I, I was remiss you asked last week if we had gotten any or i guess a week and a half ago whatever mm-hmm. um if we got any mail i went no nah. Well, we you didn't had. check it. No, oh. I had checked it, but um, 
and I know that I, I had forwarded this email on to you, but I, I didn't acknowledge it because the the next podcast was with our guest, uh, um, Michelle Mainquist. Oh yeah. And I totally forgot about it. So, <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't, I don't, I, I need, I want to acknowledge our friend, our new friend, uh, Michaela, who sent us a very nice email. Hi, uh, we, we, yeah. We met her briefly on the, at, out at Bailey's and Eagle on a bike ride thing. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The and, nacho uh, ride. Yeah. Yeah. And she, her email is very funny, but she also, she said, you know, I didn't think I wanted another podcast in my life co-hosted <laughs> by two middle-aged white dudes, <laughs> but we won her over Joel. We're, we're trying <laughs> real hard, Michaela. <laughs> exactly. We understand the cards stacked against us. Yes, we, we do. And we're, it's so we're, hard to be a white straight male in the United States right it's, now. It's very difficult. We are oppressed people. And yeah, so we and we're just trying. They, you know, the the woke <laughs> mafia doesn't want our podcast to succeed, man. That's true. Joke. I'm joking. I know. <laughs> I think everybody that's listening to this still knows that. I hope. Um, and if they don't fuck them, <laughs> give a thanks. shit. Well, thanks for the. Well, did she say more? I'm sorry, I cut you uh, off. Yeah, no, she just said, you know, she's like, I guess what we were talking. Some, I don't know how we got to talk on the subject of us having a podcast, but I think you told her that it was about Scientology. <laughs> she asked what it's about and i was like yeah. oh it's about scientology that sounds like a snarky ass thing i would say uh-huh. yeah yeah so anyway i just think uh yeah i just replied back saying hey thanks you know uh so she's she's a borderline weirdo like us so it's good right on thanks, yeah i know Michaela. power to the people power to the here's weirdo power you know well that is that is pretty bold to say, you know what? I met these two goofballs at a nacho ride in Eagle, Nebraska, and I think I'm going to listen to their podcast, let right. alone tell them that I'm listening to their yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, that's like, that's like actual fan mail. That's a, yeah, because I don't really know her at all. We just right. met yeah. at a, we thing. met at a thing in passing and yeah, it's great. And then we also got a, um, uh, uh, an email from past guest, uh, Jack Van <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> entitled jefferson airplane haters Ooh, <laughs> I, I don't hate the airplane i hate the starship yeah i don't i, I don't hate i don't the airplane. Hate i don't i don't think enough about the airplane to care to hate them i don't um, hate the starship either kirsten put on I'm, I we can't. play this game kirsten and i play this game where like we share the you know the the spotify when we're on a road trip oh yeah, yeah. and like each song is inspired by the previous one so we pass it back and forth anyway right. she randomly put on nothing's nothing can nothing's going to stop us now by jeff by starship right I, I listened to that at full volume dude and i was like that's a good song that's a good pop song oh, okay fine and we can build this dream together yeah, okay it's all 80s riffic drums and all that the whole thing yeah uh-huh. yeah uh, it, it's so Jack, weird that they go from feed your head to that, but you know. Well, yeah, it's uh, well, you know, Steve Winwood went from "Give Me Some Lovin'" to "Back in the High Life Again," yeah, which is yeah. a good song. Again, it's a good song. It's a good song. Whatever. Um. Oh, and you know the little spark of high heeled boys and all that. I mean, oof. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, um, Jack says, "Oh, the the main thing is uh." says uh if if i stop listening to music because of personal morality i won't have much music left hmm. Hmm. good point <laughs> and so that's it is a good point and you know and i talked to jack on the phone later and we're fine <laughs> hi jack um but yeah that made me thinking it's got me thinking about like I mean, that's a good point, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of the art that I have enjoyed over the years is created by people with. They, they're not squeaky clean people. Questionable actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, I, so that, I, think that, I was thinking about like, where's the line on that? Like, where's the. I think the line is, well, and I, Kirsten, uh, is the line at being a serial rapist? Is that, well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, I draw the line at Woody Allen, man. I can't. Right. It sucks. I can't. I know. It sucks. I was going Bill Cosby, but you know, yeah, Woody Allen. Bill Cosby. I I just can't. 
And that breaks my heart. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Formulative, formulative. Like I, when, you know, when I hear, because I listen, we listen to Mark Marin, and I, you know, sure. when he talks about putting on a comedy record, the only comedy records I ever listened to were Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. records. Yep. And that was such a, Noah, fan, yeah, fantastic, fantastic thing. And like, no, but here, I, so speaking of just, you know, passing the Spotify back and forth, I don't know if I have politely ignored all the stuff about Michael Jackson, but I, I can, I can dig Michael Jackson, but I have, I have willingly turned a blind eye to like that documentary that is really scathing, mm-hmm. you know, because Michael Jackson was like my eighties, you know, my early yeah. childhood, you know, mm-hmm. I had the Michael Jackson doll and like beat it was everything. And I, mm-hmm. I specifically remember putting on my church penny loafers, trying to look and dance like Michael Jackson <laughs> in my kitchen, you know, like I remember when uh we had the neighborhood over to our house to watch the thriller video yeah when it was first premiered and all the parents being concerned because they'd heard that it might be a little intense (laughs) might be a little scary it might be a little scary like it was a thing like it was like okay we're gonna we're gonna do this because it's you know the it's a cultural phenomenon apparently yeah but be prepared because this could get, you know, Michael fucking yeah. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dancing zombies. Right. But yeah, I don't... he did have the scene where his face turned into the thing. And, you know, well, that, that... Was also, that was also during the similar time when the face melting at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark was like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I had a conversation with mutual friend Bree at dinner mm. after a meeting on Friday night. And we brought up, I don't know how it happened, but Kanye West got brought up. And I, his first album, The College Dropout, to me, is fantastic, amazing, incredible, awesome. And he, I can't with him. I can't. Right. He's like no. full flight from reality, total racist, total, you know, anti-Semite in a bizarre. way. Bizarre. Bizarre. And yeah. now the bizarre is fine, but the... Well, sure. Yeah. So it's like where, I don't know, but I, I still, I... I paid, you know, good money to see Ryan Adams and he was, you know, he was in a bit of hot water a couple of years ago. Um, right. I, I think, I think that I, I try to discern after bad actions from artists, what are they doing after right. the fact? And what I yeah, see, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. John Mayer, he's no saint. He had some really nope. gnarly shit come out and like, I think he turned some of that around. I don't know. Right. Well, it's a you, you can hire a really good publicist when you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I ought to get one of those publicists. I want a publicist. Yeah. You know what we need is a publicist. Yeah, we need a, anybody out there want to be our publicists for fun for and free. for free. Yeah, yeah. just let us know. <laughs> Email us at ttbbpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Yep. Oh, and uh, Michelle Mainquist also emailed me to tell me to go ahead and read the intention on the throne. Oh, she did. She have to give you a special permission for that? No, she said to do it. Do it. Are you doing it? Not on the throne, but I have been reading it again. Good. Like regularly. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, Like, I think, well, 13 now, however many, 12. I don't know. But it's been daily since. I copped publicly to yeah, yeah, you, being on you, day one again. Yeah, you sold yourself out. I did. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, I guess, accountability of sorts. Yeah. That's intense that you have to start back at one though. Right. I mean, that's, well, that's the point is that to <laughs> develop new habits and to actually affect anything, it has, you know, it doesn't happen after one time. That's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will cop then. I, uh, I, when I got my wide membership and started swimming a lot, I was good for about two weeks and then I went out of town for a week. I haven't really been back to the pool, but I did get an email. I do have, uh, I have a swim instructor that I'm going to line up for a private, some private lessons so I can oh, good. actually learn how to swim some laps and do uh-huh. that new skill that I'm trying to implement. Sure. That's awesome. I get um, it. Hmm? I get it. Go in the gym, yeah. man. It's a thing. It's a thing. 
not for me, but it, <laughs> glad you're doing it. Yeah, pretty much. That's actually not true. I have been going down to the gym by my work um, periodically to do uh, basically I just go walk when it's cold. Yeah. Um, how about the uh, how about the U.S. government shooting down uh, UFOs lately? Have you paid any I don't attention? No, I don't. I the closest I've got to it is that picture of Eddie Vedder clinging to the balloon that I sent you. <laughs> so I think to separate the thing, like there, yeah, that was a what they have identified as a Chinese weather balloon gathering intelligence, blah blah sure. blah. But they have shot down two, I think, or at least seen two of the Tic Tac UFOs. Do you know anything tic-tac? about it? What the hell's a Tic Tac? Oh, uh, Steve, how can you? You're a conspiracy theorist that can go down the no, rabbit I'm not. hole. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Tic Tac, not Tic Tac. Tic Tac. You are a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. It's not a conspiracy if it's actually heard- happening. <laughs> I, I don't I do not want to talk about mm. it, but I know I've heard you say things about 9-11 that are interesting. Well, they're, they're, they all they all happened. Anyway, Bob, okay, you okay. Uh I think that I'm gonna give you some homework. If you could watch the show Tic Tac, I'm I'm reading Normalizing UFOs. Yeah. Hell, it's, this is Reuters. This is June twenty fourth, so- though. This is like a couple years ago, but well, several years ago, but off the course of San Diego, the naval base there, they've released footage and documents about the um, naval pilots. I think, I think it's Navy uh, recording, you know, these highly advanced objects in the air that could move um, pretty much in any direction they want at at Mm -hmm. insane velocities. Mm-hmm. completely unmanned and they look like white and gray silver tic tacs they're cylindrical oh. uh-huh and they have video of them and they have radar footage of them and all that stuff and it's like these are these are objects this is technology that we don't understand and and that that's been in the last few years the sort of uh uh the ufo sort of you know documentation that's been released by the government anyway the we shot we've shot like two down in the last couple of days like big tacks yeah uh, f22s i'm all for it i just love i just love that the actual like first contact really could is just the united states shooting them down you know well that's okay Here i mean let's 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 say for the sake of this conversation yeah that there are these tic tac shaped things coming and we can assume that they're from another whatever dimension galaxy light years away time this versions or metrics measurements of time that are so advanced that we can't even fathom them with our tiny little human brains yep i mean in all of that's possible why the hell wouldn't we shoot them down <laughs> because we do. i know that's true that, that, uh-huh. that it it's on par right and, and, totally and on par. the other thing that's interesting is uh, wh- who's to say that some, I mean, wh- I, earth is utterly insignificant in the yeah. realm of the universe. Yeah, no, I, dude, I totally We're, believe in extra ex- extraterrestrial intelligent life. I and, totally, and, and yeah. who's to say, I mean, we have no idea what's out there for all we know. And I'm hat tip to Douglas Adams. Alien, they could be like a super intelligent shade of the color blue. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, we yeah. don't, we're not equipped to handle the type of intelligence that could be out there. We still think digital watches are pretty cool. Right. You right. know, yeah. um, so, and we're not smart enough to not destroy our own planet. Yeah. So, like, why, why, why would anybody give a shit about us? That is the great question because right. I, I really do believe that something does. Maybe it could it also could be, it could be, we could be, um, have the, the level of interest at like when, uh, you know, we go to the zoo or whatever and we say, Oh, there's the armadillo. Right. Right. That level of interest. Yeah. 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 
All right. Well, see, this is a really weird time to have this conversation because I'm I'm reading uh 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 Breakfast of Champions by Vonnegut oh, again. Yes. Very and it's not it's not it's not as, as as out there as like Sirens of Titan or uh yeah. Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Where Billy's in the dome with his <laughs> Tralfamador, is that what it is? Yeah, Tralfamadorians. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like that, but like that's really weird that you bring that up just because that's the space my head was in this morning. Yeah. I was working. I was listening to Breakfast of Champions. I just think it's really and, fascinating right now that this that the the willingness to share that this is going on, because I think over the last 10, 15 years, there's been a desensitization of the the um, presence of technology in the sky that we don't understand, that we've never seen before, that doesn't appear to be, you know, capable uh, of humans to 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 construct. Now that could, you know, that might be false, but that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, you know. Um, to the Skies Academy would be something that I would love for you to kind of get interested. I, I do have a kind of a pet obsession with this. Like there was the show that was um, on the History Channel, I think, called Unidentified or D. No, I don't. No, 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 no. Declassified. God damn it. I forget the name of it. But it's essentially Bob Lazar, who was a former, you, you know, military intelligence agent that is as uncovering um all of this and, and sort of laying it bare and sort of finding and, and actually getting actual people to sort of solidify this. And so when he started doing this, the government started releasing this stuff. The, the tic-tacs. The, well, just all of the, all the reports of government sanctioned, uh, you know, experiences of unidentified uh, aircraft, you know, like they've started declassifying this. And I think that's, They've got no interest. They've got no reason to declassify this stuff and give it to the public unless they're trying to prepare. That's my thought. Or they're trying to distract. Well, that too. Yeah. Like this, this is the shiny object. Let's get, let, let's get people all up in arms about the Tic Tac UFOs. And that way they won't think about, um, oh, I don't know, the collapse of our society, right. our descent right. into fascism, and the fact that our planet is becoming uh incapable of sustaining life at a rate faster than anybody predicted right so let's talk about ufos yeah but like you just stated earlier nobody cares about that first stuff anyway right you right. know unfortunately yeah, yeah. Right. we're not going to do anything we're not doing anything we're, we're not going to do anything so well, let's we... get, let's you know what we should do let's get upset about teaching history but that's the thing, though, Sorry, is I like I, I really resent the idea that it's on the American public to do anything about global cli climate change. It's to be not. honest, like it's not. I mean, that's that's the thing is that it's the corporations. It's, it's yeah, it's it's large in industries and you know, pumping CO, CO2 into the into the atmosphere. But then right. they're they give us, you know, commercials about picking up, you know, aluminum oh, yeah. cans, I, which it, it's well, great it, to do that clean, you know, take sure, care of but your, it's a fraction of the problem. We're not going to we're not going to fix it, but I love nope. that it, we're being blamed for it. Well, but I, that gives me license to be interested in Tic Tac freaking <laughs> UFOs, man. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't be interested in hell. I'm interested in weird stuff, too. So there you have it. It's not that weird, though. This is actually this is just fact. I, did, I wasn't throwing shade. You were throwing shade. You were I judging. I'm not, not throwing shade. Whatever. Fine. I was throwing shade. I would feel hurt. I feel hurt. <laughs> Good. I feel. I feel unseen. Uh, <laughs> feel like my needs are not being met in this podcast relationship. You know. So, quit your bitching. <laughs> I showed up. I, didn't I what the hell else do you want? I just think that. I just think that it's going to be, I think that um, the converse, I, I am curious to know, I, it very well could be a distraction, it probably is, but it also feels like in the last, you know, five to 10 years, there's been a, a rapid turning up of the boiling water, you know, and we're the frogs in the water right now. And I think that 100%. You know, we're, we're definitely going to, there's going to be, I, I think that in the next five years there, we're going to have 
more information about extraterrestrial intelligent life than we've ever had shared publicly and on the evening news with the American public or the whole world. So you heard it here, folks. We heard it here. Joel, he's the prognosticator. (laughs) Mr. Nostradamus over here. How do you say it? Nostradamus. There it is. Is that right? I think you nailed it. Oh, good. Nostradamus, Nostradamus, whatever. Nostradamus, Nostradamus. It's a different guy. It's a different guy. I I think it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll go down the rabbit hole. Gosh, what's the name of that Bob Lazar? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Fine. Everybody, stand by. Please stand by. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Bob Lazar? tell you man i read the news today oh boy oh boy yeah i gotta i gotta i'm gonna do my own reference work here because i have no memory get the name of this freaking oh yeah there's lots of stuff out there oh yeah uh nebraska bill uh lb 626 that was a thing um help me what is that uh, lb626 is uh nebraska i'm gonna look up here lb it's uh it's the uh abortion bill what is it uh, state the bill for an act relating to the child and maternal death review um yeah it's uh it's a fun one it's a good thing it's oh, oh that's the thing that's funny is there's an article in the uh journal star yesterday i think about nebraska's brain drain problem and now the university is trying to figure out a way to get people that graduate from the university to actually stay in nebraska oh and and none none of the solutions proposed have anything to do with like not being completely regressive and bass backwards right (laughs) and that one of the solutions has anything to do with not be not trying to take nebraska back to the fucking stone age yep in right. Terms of, it's not, like none of none of the solutions are anything along that those lines. So I can just um, see a bunch of people scratching their heads, like we're building all these really expensive downtown prisons. condos, and and how do we get them to? Fi- I mean, not that we really want them to be filled because it's really just a place for us to park money, but how do we get these young people to stay here? We're the we're the Silicon Prairie. Where are they all going? Because all the people that want to work in the actual Silicon Prairie want things like legal weed and the ability to have autonomy over their own bodies and they're like yeah actually i'm gonna move to oregon but i'd love the job here i'm just gonna work remotely is that cool? right pretty much well, yeah. that's not what we planned that's not what we want because we need people it's 1952 god damn it <laughs> yeah i uh yeah it we live in a very red state man and really? as much as as much as we feel like this county is blue or purple like yeah, Not man. Long. Yeah, it's it's all, um, the, all the billboard, the huge billboards around town for Suzanne Geist. She's straight up queuing on. Is she really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much. I was. Uh, I'll say it here. I know that we've. I know that we've mused about having our current mayor on, but I've. I'll, I'll save that for the Patreon. You and I can talk sure. more about my disdain for the current mayor of Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, you've already said it on here, actually. And not that I really want a Geist or whoever that is, but she's worse. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's the fun thing about um. Oh boy, this is so good. It's um. Let's see here. If uh one becomes pregnant as the result of rape and reports their rape, so has to go through that process, and we all know how well that works out. Right. Uh, and reports the rape to the state, and the rapist is not convicted of felony charges, then the state of Nebraska will award parenting rights to the rapist. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Wow. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great? How much how much more can you put in there that <laughs> that you that you hate uh, sexual assault victims speaking up? Right, yeah. Like, how many more roadblocks can you put in a piece of legislature to say, keep your mouth shut? Keep your mouth shut. If you've been assaulted. 
Yeah, because frankly, we got this backlog of cases that goes back years, and we're not even really sure where a lot of the evidence is, and frankly, it's kind of a hassle. Well, you know, I work on a college campus, and so we have to get specific training in sexual assault and reporting that. And I will tell you that it it you'd think that over the last several years, there has been you know, work to believe the victims of sexual assault or, or whatever. But I mean, the language is still such that, I mean, yes, there are safeguards in place and maybe there are people working to make it better, but it does not, it does not sound like a affirming process to somebody, you know, like I've been in the room with that and it, yeah, it's not good. Sucks. And you know, the fact that they would, yeah, like that's basically a big red flag. Like, don't speak up because it's a real hassle, you know. Like, and for God's sakes, watch how you dress because we wouldn't want to get anybody excited, right? And then if you do be, yeah, if you do become pregnant, we're going to make it impossible for you to terminate that that pregnancy, right? Because of a well, sexual and then assault. you'll have to carry the baby to term, and then you'll get to co-parent with your rapist. Yeah, I, you know, I'll say it here. If you're a young person thinking about graduating and living in Nebraska, just leave. Just go. <laughs> just go. Why would you? St- I mean, honestly, what what about what about Joel? Joel, it's not for everybody. That's right. It sure isn't. It clearly, and yet, so they have this slogan: "It's not Nebraska. It's not for everyone." And then our our government is clearly on the path of we're getting perilously close to fascism and, uh, and, and no women's rights. You, you, no. you're baby making machines regardless mm. and have your guns and your gambling, but no weed. Um, but we're hip. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're hip with, we're hip youths. guys. We're hip. We have, we have foot, no, we have uh, we got a big football stadium. <laughs> we, that's what we got. We got the we got the sports that the kids like, even though all the students leave the games. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I, uh, side note: I was also told by a 19 year old recently not to say hip. It's not cool to say hip anymore. Of course, it's not. It's not hip what, to what? It's not hip to be square. <laughs> I I will say okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm playing a little devil's. I mean, there are a lot of great people here for sure, and there are people that are just. Kind I of agree. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I probably wouldn't be able to own a home if I'd have stayed in Los Angeles. You know, I'd still no, be renting. I mean, there's a lot right. of good advantages, but yeah, the amount of shit you have to swallow being a progressive person, or at least somebody with some level of conscience in the state, is just. You just you just alienated seventy percent of the state. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Jesus God. It, but it is it's hilarious. <laughs> hey, it's hilarious it, that people are baffled. Like, why are all these young people leaving? It's like because oh, you gave them. I mean, that's the other thing about the university system is that they are essentially trying to find ways to make tuition free for a large demographic of people, which is awesome, right? Yes. Even though I go, I work at a private institution, and I have to, comp- I can't compete with that. No. To recruit students, but that's great. They're giving away a college education. That's the way it should be. And I do not blame those folks being like, cool, thank you. I'm out. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to I'm Denver. Going to Colorado. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Or Iowa. Iowa is more progressive than us. Oh, and that's saying something. That is alarming. It's alarming. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Don't want them. Don't want none of them big wind turbines. My field. I drive by I, those signs every day. I no see them on the wind turbines here. Don't I see them on that. I see them on the way to my work too. It's yeah. really fascinating because the county next to the county I work in has a lot, has a lot of them. And I think they're just like, just terrified that those big wind turbines are going to, they're going to, I don't, they're going to suck what? up all the solar wind. What are they, what's going to happen? They're going to cause. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not sure what the, what the actual issue is. There. I think it's, I think it's, you know, they can, <laughs> they, 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 don't, they don't actually record air. They suck air in, which uh, 
causes more demons to come from hell and it's just going to be harder to win the spiritual war against Satan. <laughs> the magical creature. Yeah. Well, we oh have actual God. evidence of, of, of intelligent life from another planet. Yet still people. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm all worked up. I need to do. I need to walk outside now. Joel's literally massaging his eyes. I was right like, now. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I came on really chill. I got all worked up, but yes. <laughs> hey, you know what's really fun? What? <laughs> I was on the, uh, I was on the uh, Holocaust Memorial Day Trust website recently. Jesus, um, yeah, and uh, well, I was looking at the ten stages of genocide. Did you know that there's stages of genocide? Uh, I'm not shocked. Right. Uh, you you want to know what they are? Um, yeah, let's you want to get worked up? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is classification. Uh-huh. So you need to define the other. The next one is mm-hmm. symbolization, which is a visual manifestation, manifestation like the yellow star thing. Mm-hmm. Then uh, discrimination, mm-hmm. which is the dominant group denies civil rights or even citizenship to identify groups. Uh, then the the fourth one is dehumanization. Mm-hmm. So they're take so you just take away their personal dignity, basically. Right. Um, then organization is the fifth one. Genocides are always planned. Uh, sixth is polarization. So then you have propaganda spread by hate groups. The seventh one is preparation, where per- perpetrators plan the genocide. Uh, like for example, the final solution. Uh, then the eighth one, this is interesting, is persecution. Um, victims are identified because of their ethnicity or religion or sexual identity, and death death lists are drawn up. Uh, wow. mm-hmm. uh, nine is extermination, and ten, this is the fun one, is denial. We didn't do, yeah, we didn't, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah, it's fun. That's good stuff. And I was thinking about, um, it doesn't exactly not linearly translate to some of the things happening in the United States, but like I was reading about, um, oh, a bill in uh, South Dakota that, that has banned uh, gender affirming care for transgender youth. Um, yeah. And part of that bill. Uh, basically means that if a transgender youth has started to transition through medical, that they can forcibly reverse the transition. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, our, you know, former president who is salivating after the white house, once again, that's only to save his own ass, but go ahead. I know. I know. Well, it's funny because if he's, if if a lot of those folks still believe he is still the president, he can't, which is really funny. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, his, uh, you know, basically you couldn't get more mind comp in his like, I'm running again speech than, you know, he, right. what he said about about trans rights. I mean, he basically, you know, he, oh, it's just like like the the bullshit people that support him just handed him a piece of paper and he's like, uh, men and women have this kind of genitalia. And he was just like, whoa, dude. Like you just, you have to, that's the next boogeyman in the room. That's the next, you know, well, you gotta be, you gotta, he's going to, he's got to save us from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what straw men do. They have to save us from somebody. Right. Whatever. (sighs) But That's, you know, that's, that was one of the, it's, it's getting, it's, it's, it's becoming difficult to, uh, it's making it very difficult for me to do the right thing here. <laughs> well, uh, this is this comes into play. Um, speaking of play, last <laughs> night or yesterday afternoon, I went and saw the Broadway tour of the new, not new, but the most recent sort of version of To Kill a Mockingbird. That was, you can't read that. You can't read that. Well, I know, right? And but the the interesting thing that I that they did with the with the story, they didn't really change it much. They definitely made it a little more lively, you know, as a mm-hmm. play. Sure. But basically there was some 
there was a spin and I felt, I felt this and maybe that's just my own bias, but I felt like part of this new adaptation or new, new way of telling the story basically said, we need to stop kind of deifying Atticus Finch as the, the stand up moral, you know, every, walk around in somebody's shoes for a while. You need to put their skin on and walk around for a bit to kind of know. And, and that, that, that blanket compassion to everybody that's, you know, cause he basically says that about his townspeople who are lynch trying to lynch this guy. And he's right. like, you know, we all need to love everybody though. And, and I think that this particular play that's touring right now of to kill a mockingbird basically kind of rolls its eyes at that. It's like Aaron Sorkin sort of saying, yeah, but if they're being, being compassionate to somebody who is violent and bigoted and, you know, uh, we don't need to allow that because to be compassionate to that person means that that's an, that's an aggressive act to the groups that that person is trying to persecute. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I thought so it was a, a little, really... little less Martin Luther King and a little more Malcolm X. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah, it's not as like, it's not as, you know, Atticus Finch, Gregory Peck as the moral standard of how to be a decent human being in small town America. You know, it's kind of like he kind of fucked up. Sure. You know? Was, yeah. I, and I go back to what you're saying. It's like there, there should not be room for folks like that to have. I don't have to be compassionate to that because to, to, to excuse that means I'm supporting what they're doing. I was watching a video um, of Trump supporters at a Nebraska Trump rally being asked about hate speech and whether they thought it should exist. Uh huh. They're all generally for it, uh, <laughs> but the the mental. Well, it was like <laughs> it was like watching mental gymnastics. Only mostly what the gymnast did was trip over their own feet and fall from the bars, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and everybody has to come in. Yeah. They're, to, right. they're yeah. doing a flip on the bars and they make it about a third of the way through and then get tangled up and fall. You know, that Every, didn't happen though. We, we, no, we're right. Was, that's yeah. It was, it was painful is what it was, but mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. trying to justify because it's free speech. You understand? Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, I love that. Like the 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 they're tenet. not wrong. I mean, yeah, you can say whatever you want, just right. like we can say whatever we want. Exactly. But then, just the, like we have the ability, we have the um. People can email us at ttbpodcast@gmail.com <laughs> and tell us why we're wrong. But it doesn't. Ex I mean, yeah, the federal government may not be able to arrest us for what we say, but that doesn't not mean yet. that. That doesn't mean that we couldn't get fired from our jobs or, you know, yeah. like, like, that's the thing is, is the, the people don't understand what actually the free speech actually means. It doesn't absolve right. you from consequences. Right. Yeah. It does not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Say whatever yep. you want. Doesn't mean it doesn't absolve you from consequences, I guess at the federal level, maybe, but right. People are like getting banned from social media, like. Free speech is on attack. It's like, no, that's a private corporation that you love and uphold. They can kick you off if they want. That's great. But now they won't. But now they won't. won't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what else is going on, man? What else needs to go on? I know. <laughs> I, I think, I think <laughs> going back to New York City, I do believe I've had enough. Hmm. Or San Anselmo, whichever. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a strange, it's a strange existence. It's a it's a mad mission That's that we're the, on. The thing that uh, was well, it was a yin and yang kind of experience. But listening to reading uh breakfast of champions again it's like these things are as old as men mm -hmm. it's nothing new in human mm -hmm. nature mm -hmm. we're just yeah. happy to be living through you know one of the cycles that's happened for millennia 
I, and Vonnegut always has this such a great way of addressing certain things that's heartbreakingly funny. Yeah. It makes you well, just kind of addresses heartbreaking things in a way that is hilarious. Because it, it's the epitome of 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 human humility that we just kind of laugh at ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'll I mean if if you can laugh out loud and cry out loud while reading about war, World War II, you know? Right. I mean, that's that's the genius of Vonnegut. Or, you, have a, you... you know, or a Pontiac dealer that's slowly losing his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's like a modern day death of a salesman, really. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus was one that I was... I haven't read that. Oh, that's that's a fun one, too. I feel like that one takes... It's it was funny for me to read Hocus Pocus as I was like starting my full time academic career because it kind of takes academia to the mat a little bit and uh, that's really good. All right, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I you know I came to Vonnegut late and I'm kind of glad I did. Yeah, much, I read. I think I, saw, I read Breakfast of Champions. I, I was too you young to read out. that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you read it way too young. I did. I, I mean, I was reading about, I read Breakfast of Champions when I was like 16, 15. Oh my gosh. I, I probably ought to read that again. I've read, it's and then, good. I mean, through college, read a bunch. I remember Galapagos being pretty. Um, I haven't read that fun. one either. I think it'd be fun to do his play, um, Happy Birthday, Wanda June. That's kind of an absurdist play. Galapagos is good too. It's really. It's pretty out there. I tried to read Timequake, and I think I probably ought to try that again. That was one of his last books, but hmm. it's good. I don't know. I just, I'm very, I'm glad to have, you know, stumbled on his works just because it's, you know, I guess more like I love the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series of books, the five book trilogy, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, ability to put um, Earth and people into, just how absurd the entire situation is mm-hmm. in a way that's just delightful and hilarious and mm-hmm. occasionally really poignant. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Vonnegut stories are like in that same vein. I'm sure Douglas Adams read a lot of Vonnegut, but, uh, they're just more serious, mm-hmm. more adult, I guess, you know, not that there aren't mature things in the Hitchhiker's Guide, but it's just a different thing. Hitchhiker's Guide is, very python esque. Yeah, it seems like it's like the difference between fish and the Grateful Dead in a kind of yeah. <laughs> like Douglas yeah, Adams' bit, yeah. fish. It's a lot of fun, spacey jams, and right. go out on t- tangents, and it's goofy, and it's game henge, and it's all of that. And then, right, uh, Vonnie gets a little more Grateful Dead. Yeah, big more. time. Hits yeah. a little harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. cuts mm-hmm. a little deeper. Cuts a little deeper. Mm-hmm. That that there's a documentary about Vonnegut you should watch now that you kind of have a more understanding of his writing. Have you seen this? Um, I don't know. It's super, super, I think it's on prime, but it's this guy who got connected as a young journalist, like got connected with Kurt Vonnegut and Vonnegut sort of gave him the okay to do a a documentary about him. So he started capturing footage with him when this in like the Mm seventies. Right. And then, he his this this dude's career sort of took off and he kind of didn't come back to it until later and now he's going he was always trying to finish this docu this Vonnegut documentary and he finally after like retirement had the space and the funding and the time to do it so it's like this great weird retrospective that like Vonnegut gave him a career and it actually took him away from doing the thing he started to do right but it's like a complete retrospective of Vonnegut and his life and sort of his, the, you know, like Vonnegut didn't, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of thought that he was just kind of a, like a, a, a hot writer right away, but he was not like, hmm. maybe it, that's it, where Kilgore trout comes from. It, totally. Like he was writing, he was writing weird sci-fi stuff and submitting it to like, you know, trashy magazines. For so a that's long Kilgore time. trout. Yeah, for sure. He is Kilgore trout. A hundred percent. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Highly recommend. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Hmm. I'm going to try to find the title of it. Hey, uh, while you're doing that, I want to, my favorite, one of my, one of the things that I first, I don't know, one of the 
one of my favorite moments and it's kind of a spoiler but somewhere in the towards the end of the hitchhiker's guide series the protagonist and his merry brand of you know intergalactic travelers they're on this quest to see the like the final message not the final solution like the final message the answer to yeah. life the universe and everything right i mean right, they traveled right. the galaxies and times and they've gone back and forward in time and it's just been this i mean epic adventure right yeah, and so yeah. they're finally at the place where the message is and they're they're, tr- they're trudging across the tundra and the fire and they're going past all the booths selling the t-shirts saying <laughs> you're really close i almost made it to the message you know yeah. And the, the music's getting really dramatic now and they're coming across, you know, they come across, they crest the final hill and it's the message is in 50 foot high letter, flaming letters. It's just embla- literally emblazoned across the sky. Yeah. And the message is we apologize for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Right. Uh, the, do- the Kurt Vonnegut documentary is called Kurt Vonnegut Unstuck in Time. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Billy. Yeah, Billy Pilgrim. He's unstuck in time. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, highly recommend it. It is funny and alarming and and heartbreaking. and Like Vonnegut. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's on Wonderful. Hulu, but you can I, maybe. I, have I don't Hulu know. Now. I, I have the Hulus. Yeah, right on. Hey, so do you have HBO Plus? Yes, ma'am. Okay, well, when are you gonna? When are we gonna watch the Marin special? Oh, is it out? I think it's out now. Are we gonna like get together and pop popcorn? I, and... I think we're gonna have to. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it asap. If it's tonight, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll I don't talk, know either. We'll talk. We'll talk yeah, 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 after yeah. after we do. But yeah, that that could happen maybe. Because what's it called? From bleak to dark. <laughs> yeah, from bleak to dark. <laughs> is that is that the material that he toured with? That did, yeah. didn't, did, did you, you see him? The... You saw him on that tour, right? No, no, no. I saw that was the last special. Oh, uh... it's been a few years since I actually saw him, Aaron. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this special is new. It's all new material. Yeah, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to see that. But it's getting good reviews. Like the mainstream press that has ignored him for decades is, you know, right. Realizing that, yeah, he's paying uh, attention to him at the very yeah. least. You know, right. What's what happens when you interview presidents in your garage? <laughs> so weird, man. That that even happened. Right. Well, you know, the president at the time was hip. He was hip, man. Say. He was hip. He was, he was super hip, fam. He's... Fam. <laughs> was he lit? Is that is was he, he was, was lit. lit? He was lit. He was, he was litty. Not G Gordon. <laughs> no, no, just litty. <laughs> litty spaghetti. I like to walk into my classes and just say, "What up, fam? It's lit," and then dab, and they all hate me. <laughs> Is dab that thing? Is it? Yes. <laughs> what is that? It's a dance move. I don't know. This is how I feel old. like. It's a. It's that. It's this. It's the Buyakasha Ali G thing. Yeah, it's yeah. totally that. It's like a okay. making a. It's taking a. You know, like I just. I just won the art. I, I don't know won. what it is. I don't know what it is, and that's what makes it great. When I right. do it, is that they hate it I, I because love it, it reminds them. Of like their junior high cringiness and right, they don't want to be reminded of that. Right, and, and you're it, so, it reminds and like, them that I am out so out of the loop, and also I don't care, don't care, which don't is something care. that they absolutely cannot comprehend. That a is world, so true. A world yeah. where we, can, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and for like you know teenagers and well early twenties people, like everybody's watching and judging me, and I have to meet expectations. Or yeah. I'll be kicked out of the herd and I'll die. Yeah, I can't. And how dare you not care? How dare you? Not... How dare don't you? Don't look at me. I don't care what you think, but you please accept me. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'm an egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Yes. I understand. No, I understand. 
that's the that's the that's the taking it one level further. It's like if you kids had any idea how deeply I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're going through way better than you do. And I punched my ticket to get to this place at 42 where I don't give a shit because right. I gave so much of a shit when I was 20. Yeah. Not 21. Right. Ugh. Dab on my haters, though. Mm. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's today's episode's title. Dab on, Dab on my haters. <laughs> Put it in quotes. Yeah. Cool. Dab on my haters. Dab on my haters. <laughs> okay, well, now we need to get a picture of you dabbing. Oh, I don't know. I Whatever. can make that happen. I can make that happen. All right. Fine. <laughs> well, did we do it? Yeah, I think we did it. What's your prediction for the Super Bowl, Steve? What? I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing, Joel. It's, it's a <laughs> that matter was the of... best answer you could have given. <laughs> what? I what actually... did you just say to me? I actually, Joel, I actually, I, I made a conscious effort to learn and memorize the names of the sports teams in the Super Bowl because I knew that would come up in professional settings. But what and are they this Steve? week? What are they? They are the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was on a bunch of Zoom calls this week with various vendors and people, and it always came up, who are you rooting for in the bowl? And I went, the Chiefs. And this, and because they're local. <laughs> yeah right that's like whatever it's it's the local team and i was very thankful in all those interactions that they didn't press me for any more information yeah because that would have been awkward i like i'm like yeah I, I don't know about you know mahomes i don't know who, i don't know if I mahomes could, offense can really you know i, don't, I think who's it's gonna mahomes? be a low score who's mahomes <laughs> patrick mahomes i don't know who patrick that is mahomes, he's the quarterback of the kansas city chiefs oh okay i was gonna say coach but you know Nope, he's not the coach. See, that's and why Andy I was Reed very, I, I literally a surface. I just needed to be able to have a response and not say something like, who's playing? Who's winning the match? Because that, that inevitably leads to an awkward silence <laughs> with the dude bros, you know, and the football yeah, people. And, and, the, and we know, know like, yeah, it's like you, you knew enough to say the things to punch the ticket to the next yes. step in the conversation. If you, exactly. if you made, if you made it weird, like I don't give a shit about that. It's all a corporate, uh, you know, right. I'm, I'm just a... here for Rihanna, you know, then it would have been like, well, I, no, I'm in it for the cocktail weenies and the barbecue sauce. <laughs> that's literally, if I would go to a football thing, that's what I'm there for. Yeah. Okay. The, the meatballs or maybe some spinach artichoke dip. I need to cook up some vegan meatballs. So here's the like here's a funny thing that still happens uh, to me is uh, I met with these guys they're nice I mean I like them they're good people whatever sure. vendor situation sales call you know and I told them that you know I played in a rock and roll band that I used to go see the Grateful Dead a lot and so now every conversation that follows that I was like yeah boy we drank a lot of beers last weekend and I'm like yeah. cool yeah. cool cool. We're, we're really bonding now. <laughs> I, I bet that was nice for you. Anyway. <laughs> right. How about those Eagles? No. How about Chief. the e the Chief Eagles? Anyway, Chief, first Chief. first thing on the agenda today. Right. Yeah. The Chief Eagles. The Chief the Cheagles. The Kegels. <laughs> different thing. That's different. Kegels? That'd be a great sports team, wouldn't it? <laughs> Might as well be. What the hell? That's the thing is that I want, like, I was, I got invited to a party. I, my stomach's feeling weird. I don't know if I'm actually going to go to this party, but I do want to watch the game, but there is extra BS to watch this particular game, like recording it and fast forwarding through. That's what I like to do is record it and fast forward through it. You know, cause I actually, I actually want to watch the contest. I don't really? care about. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Isn't the Super I, Bowl usually kind of not a great game? Sometimes it is though. There was, yeah. there's been a couple of years. It's, I think, I think this particular, this particular matchup has the potential to be good. I think it'll be low scoring, which isn't necessarily the most entertaining, but I think it'll sure. be close. I think it'll be a close game. I think. All right, fine. I don't think it's going to be. I'll watch the commercial compilations tomorrow and maybe Rihanna. I don't know. We'll see. Who's who's going to, who's going to win Steve? What's your prediction? Oh, the chiefs. Yeah. 
I think you're right. Because of Mahomes. There it is. See? I sports. Yeah. You sports hard, man. Dab. Dab on them haters. I don't am I doing it right? <laughs> that kind of looks no, that kind of looks like the Hitler signal. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm I was gonna take a photo of hey, that, but I'm just, pre- I'm just prepping for the inevitable. <laughs> that's that's you're that's going, the you're going in the same direction as your. You have to go the opposite. You have to tuck your your nose into your elbow crook. There you go. I did it. I you dabbed. Did yeah, I'm dabbed. down with the with the with the youth. Yep, you really are. You're really in touch. <laughs> I'm a man we of both the people. Are. Oh God. Sports ball. What time does that sporting competition start? I think I believe it's uh five thirty ish. I should start pre-gaming then. You really should get start pouring those cocktail weenies down your <laughs> gullet go now. Some, I'm gonna go find some bean dip, some Fritos. Yeah, start now with that because by five yeah. o'clock you'll be in a real good. You'll be ready for that. Really primed. Yeah. All right, man. Well, <laughs> I think we did something. We're, I think we're. I'm gonna try to line up a guest for next time. Hopefully, yeah, I love it. That's great. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. That'll be real good. Cool. Cool, man. All right, go sports. Go sports and sports hard. That's right, sports hard. And I like to dance Running the ball is like Mickey Moore Mance We had the goal since training camp To give Chicago a Super Bowl champ And we're not doing this because we're greedy The Bears are doing it to feed the needy We didn't come here to look for trouble We just come here to do the Super Bowl shop This is Speedy Willie and I'm world class I like running but I love to get the pass I practice all day and dance all night I gotta get ready for the Sunday fight Now I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl I dance a little funky so watch me girl There's no one here that doesn't like me My Super Bowl shuffle will set you free I'm Samurai Mike, I stop him cold Part of the defense, big and bold I've been jamming for quite a while Doing what's right and setting the style Give me a chance, I'll rock you good Nobody messing in my neighborhood I didn't come here looking for trouble I just came to do the Super Bowl shuffle we are the best shuffling crew, shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good, blowing your mind like a new year would. You know we're just strutting for fun, strutting our stuff for everyone. We're not here to start no trouble, we're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle.
out here, the feathers ruffle. I just came here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. I'm L.A. Mike and I play it cool. They don't sneak by because I'm no fool. I fly on the field and get on down. Everybody knows I don't mess around. I can break them, shake them any time of day. I like to steal it and make them pay. So please don't try to beat my hustle. Cause I'm just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. We are the best shuffling crew. Shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. Blowing your mind like we knew we would. You know we're just strutting for fun. Strutting our stuff for everyone. We're not here to start no trouble. We're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. The sack man's coming. I mean, man, that is a quarterback, so he's gonna get bent. We stop the run, we stop the pad. I like to dump guys on there. We love to play for the world best fan. You better start making the Super Bowl plan. But don't get ready or go through any trouble unless you practice the Super Bowl shuffle. It's Gary here, and I'm Mr. Clean. They call me Hitman. Don't know what they mean. They throw it long and watch me run. I'm on my man, one on one. Buddies, guys, cover it down to the bone. That's why they call us from 46 Zone. Come on, everybody, let's scream and yell. We're gonna do the shuffle, then ring your bell. Looking at the fridge, I'm the Ricky. I may be large, but I'm no dumb cookie. You see me hit, you see me run. When I kick and pass, we'll have more fun. I can dance, you will see. The others, they all learn from me. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I just came to do the Super Bowl show. Don't forget, toot your hooter.